Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light Alive. My name is Ifeoluwa Abebunde. The Lord bless you always. I want to celebrate everyone who has been listening to this podcast. The Lord bless you. Thank you so much. Those who are Baptist, I especially thank you for all the time, expectance of this message. And to those who are not Baptist, who had not been restricted by the denominational source of this message, I really celebrate you a lot. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the understanding that this is God's word and it is profitable to direct at all time. And I pray again as we come to learn and hear of God's word again, I pray the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. November 21 is another Sunday and the topic before us is rejoicing in heaven. Rejoicing in heaven. If this is your first time, Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of time. The topic Rejoicing in Heaven is taken from the book of Revelation 19, 1 to 8. That is where our lesson scripture is from. And I want to start by asking this question, what would have been our thought around this? If we receive a wedding invitation... Uh, just say, let's say a friend calls us for wedding or a family friend invitation to the wedding of maybe a daughter. And the only thing is, just as is always no more desire, when we receive a wedding invitation card, people want to know who, or uh, okay, folks, whoever we have been familiar with, we won't check again who actually, but we always want to check the dates. We always want to check the venue and the time. And in the process, why you're doing that? Yes, you got the real invites of the wedding. You're able to know who and who are getting wedded. But only at the back, where you expected to get the description of the location to the venue, you discover that there was another invitation to another wedding. Please, if this actually happened, what would have been the first reaction? But mind you, the content of the other wedding also that was at the back for invitation was so clear and this time around this leads us essentially as christians to the second important wedding because what was actually realized in the process as amazing as it will be because if it will be me it will be so amazing i will quickly want to wonder what it is what is this and what is this all about and similarly i'm believing that will be what will be your expression around this but as believers the greatest and the most important wedding invitation that we should aspire to be able to attend and to be able to you know, be invited obviously that is open up to us is that wedding of an invitation by the lamp in which we will be the bride and this is what the lesson is bringing to us clearly today as John continue again in the revelation of heaven. And there is a call for us to rejoice again. And as we take up this lesson, which is just in two parts, we'll see the dimension of the rejoicing that is taking place in heaven this time around. And how it will be a desire for you and I just as we, for an earthly wedding, we always desire to be there. How much more that wedding of the bride with the lamp? I want to believe that it will be 
and which it is even as described in the word of God. The most awesome and amazing what shouldn't be avoided by any but be a desire to be a partaker. I pray that the Lord will bless and minister to us as we continue in the lesson today in Jesus' name. Amen. Quickly to our golden text, Revelation 19.7, it reads us, Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful for your word coming again to us. We bless and glorify your holy name for this wonderful word of yours that you are bringing even to make us prepared and have an understanding of what it looks like of the wedding of the bride and the lamb in heaven. We pray, Daddy Lord, that your word would bring unto us the clear understanding of this that will lead us even to a desire of your presence. We worship you always. Be thy exalted in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. The first part of our lesson says the Hallelujah song. Read Revelation 19, 1 to 5. The first thing that comes from the verse has an expression of the revelation that John was able to have again is from the verse 1. It says to us, After these things, I had a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah. And the word Hallelujah from Hebrew is meaning praise the Lord. And as essential as this word is, immediately, while John had great multitudes saying hallelujah, beyond the expression of the word praise the Lord, there was something so clear around what they are to praise God for. They are to praise God for salvation, for glory, honor, and power, which only is of the Lord, belongs to God. This expression was so clear, and it was a call that the whole great multitude of heaven, they were echoing this. And they were clamoring in need for the praise of God. Praise the Lord. And do this because the Lord is the God that gives salvation. Him alone is the God that deserves all the glory, honor, and uh, majesty. And we see that this is coming because there is something that had been, that preceded this. There is something now that has become uh, a reason for that. And this is not also far-fetched because what was also cleared to us from verse 2 to 3 is the fact that the Lord has been able to take victory. The Lord has been able to judge with clear justice over everything. The nature of God is true. The nature of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was expressed here, is righteousness. Him brought salvation to the world. And him also is the judge of the world at the end of the day. And what we see here is the fact that the Lord has been able to take victory over that whole, over the devil, who had been in charge of the world, trying to lure people to sin, trying to pull people away from God, who had been tormenting even the great Matthias, the servant of God, faithful one who had given their life in submission to the Lordship of Christ, but who had made life miserable for them, or who had been a, temp a tempter even to them at all times. But here, the Lord is taking victory over him. This was the revelation John received. And this resulted in great praise as we see thereafter that after this, there was a need for the word hallelujah to be expressed. 
And as this word of hallelujah was expressed, that victory has been granted to God's children. Victory, Jesus has taken over in all. The 24 elders and the four beasts in heaven fell down to the ground, their faces, and they were what? They were praising God. They were worshiping God, giving reference to him. And this becomes a concern for you and I. Also, first, that God is a God of justice. He's a God that will never leave his own or make us stranded here on earth, neither in heaven, for the great hope that we desire to be with him. He has said it, that he had gone to prepare a place, so that where he is, we can as well be there. And if he had said it, faithful is he who had said a thing to bring to fulfillment. And this is the revelation that John was able to see of what becomes the end for every believer. The Lord gives them victory over the enemy. And the response here is that, there is the worship of God. There is the praise of God. There is the reference of God. This is very, very important also for us to learn from that only God is worthy of praise. Only God is worthy of reference. And why this is so is the statement that comes again from verse 4 and uh, from verse 5 as another voice came from heaven and was saying that it is only God that is to be feared, and both small and great must come in praise of the name of God. This is very, very important to us also to understand that God deserves our praise. God deserves our worship. And it is not only a worship that you think that it is segmented to only the choir, to some set of people to do. He is expecting praise from both small and great from both young and old. So the attitude we must put up all the time is the praise of God. It is a reflection of an, of what we will later do even in heaven. Let's make it begin here and at. Let's have this understanding of God is having reference and worship. And when we do this all the time, it comes easy for us even when we go before him without anybody stimulating us, persuading us, we see reasons to worship God. And ultimately, the desire of that glorious place of heaven, we a great crowd and multitude were roaring in praise of the word, hallelujah, praising God, who also be there. This is made available to all. And we should understand that the justice of God stands so strong, even over the wicked. And he will never leave his servant all alone. I want us to be encouraged in our heart to be able to partake in this glorious song of praise of hallelujah to God for victory in heaven over sin and over the devil. I pray the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Amen. The second part of our lesson is from the same Revelation 19, 6 to 8. This part is the marriage supper of the Lamb. And we see here that the test continues with a great blessing for those who have been able to faithfully stay, faithfully hold on to their faith followed the Lord, live in reference and submission to the Lordship of Christ over them. And for this believer who had been in Christ, the great blessing is what was also eroded again with another cry out of a, an exuberant joy of praise song that was also declaring hallelujah. And this time around the praise song is saying hallelujah for the Lord God, omnipotent reigneth, hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Just as we know, Normally sing this song. This is just what we are seeing here. Hallelujah for our Lord God Almighty reign. And as the Lord reign, we discover that in all of this, it is time 
and the saints, the righteous, those who had lived their life committed to the Lord, are regarded now as a bride who is to be taken by the groom. And here, the clear understanding is that Jesus, God, is waiting. And now Jesus, as the lamp, would take us, the servant of God, the righteous, who had lived life faithfully, not compromising as bride. The book of Isaiah was able to make reference to this, that for your maker is your husband. The Lord Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. And this is what Jesus had made open to us, first by our salvation. And he makes it a sealed one for a reunion of us in heaven, that he will now take us as a bride and forever will be his. This is a glorious experience, a wonderful and amazing concern of a wedding that we should desire to be a part of because this is the place of rest. This is a place of comfort and this grants it all. And God expects that what will make us to partake in this supper is what we should begin to live for now. It is essential that we have the lordship of Jesus over our life. Only those who had accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior are those who will be able to have a partaker of this supper. And another thing is the fact that those who had lived their life serving God, remaining in commitment to Him, those who are always living life transparently, who are submitting themselves to God's relationship for a deeper experience, and those who are intimate with Him always. The Lord will hope on, the Lord will help us. He will uphold us with his righteous hands that is available to deliver us from sin, from worldliness, and from the devil. And no matter what it is, we must take our ground that the consciousness of this wedding, this supper, the marriage supper with the Lamb, would drive us always to continue in our working with God and know that there is a place to rejoice forever, a place that no one can stand against us or nothing again can stand against our relationship with God. We should desire this. And I pray this day as we continue in the understanding of our relationship with God, the Lord will sustain us to the end and it shall be well with us in Jesus' name. We'll get home and we'll rejoice, singing hallelujah with other believers. I want to employ us, let's worship God truly from heart and let's await His coming. I pray the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. I'm wishing us all a glorious service on Sunday. Bye everyone.